Hello and welcome to our podcast, On Your Marks. My name is Peter and I am the leader of St Mark's Church in Jersey, a growing, friendly Anglican church in the centre of St Helier. We want to take the Bible apart and see what's really in there, going beyond the face value to dig a little deeper into certain topics. We will bring you fresh content every week and hope you get a lot out of listening. So, if you're ready, let's go. Hello, Ray. Hello. I feel like I haven't seen you in ages. Because we didn't see each other last week, did we? No, we didn't. No, No, so I I feel like I need to apologise to the listeners. Well, we we promised our listeners fresh content every week. Uh, And then last week... Got a bit much for me, so I had to. I had to cancel. It was on, it was on me, not on Ray, that we had to cancel. But we're we're here today, and we have a subject to discuss. Mm. Um, so for for all those listening, um, welcome. It's great to have you with us, um, and we love hearing from you with comments and feedback and any questions that you guys might have. Um, we've come to the end in church of our uh, topic on Galatians, um, and towards the end, we've been looking at newness of life being filled with the holy spirit um and transformation that that can bring so that's kind of the theme for today isn't it ray i suppose so yes and um um, i think what we're going to do is ray's going to share some stories um just to contextualize some of this a bit now the verse we're we're kind of sort of hanging on for today is ephesians 5 um verse 18 um to 21 so i'll read that um and then i'll Ask rare question and get the thing going. So Ephesians 5 verse 18. And do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart, giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. What a lovely sort of picture that paints of what it is like when we're filled with the Spirit. But what's interesting as we think about that, especially that first reference, do not get drunk with wine, is when we think about Pentecost, isn't it? And how after the after people were filled with the Spirit, others looked upon them and thought, are you drunk or is this something new? So, Ray, from all your experience and... Um, what do you think of yeah. the importance? I, of... I mean, it's the implication of the text here is the go on being filled with the Holy Spirit. Mm. Um, so it's not a question of when were you filled with the Holy Spirit? Oh, that was in blah blah blah, blah um, on such and such a date. Um, no, go on being filled, and that is so important. Um, it's uh, what was the experience in the New Testament was that they were to go on being filled with the Holy Spirit. And I found that absolutely fundamental in my own life and in the life of believers. Because almost, Ray, this is a picture for Christian gathering yeah. um, and how we should do it, you know, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart. It's all from the heart and, yeah. and so on, isn't it? Yeah. it? I mean, for me, it brings back memories of Toronto in the, uh, what was it, 1990s, I suppose, um, when 
I followed a well-worn path um, from, not worn, well-worn from St. Juan, but um, I went <laughs> from St. Juan, um, and went to Toronto, um, there to encounter a lot of people who were hungry for God. Now, just to contextualise again, what was going on in Toronto? Cause Toronto some was extraordinary. It um, wasn't for everybody, um, and, you know, raised questions. But it was a place where the Holy Spirit had evidently come upon the church in a significant way, and people were experiencing the Holy Spirit in quite extraordinary ways. Um, Was this under the leadership of John and Carol Arnott? Correct. Yeah. Yes. And um, lovely and humble man, um, not an extraordinary sort of character in any sense. Um, And I found him absolutely delightful. There's a funny. They've got an interesting story. I think they were they owned a car garage or something before they felt called by God to start the church and stuff like that. They were yeah. car dealers or something. Yeah, something like that. I mean, I didn't know much about their past, mm. um, but I saw them working in the present. And um, initially, when we got when I got there, um, I was staying at a hotel. Um, had booked a in advance extraordinarily um i was not flush with funds and but just at the point when i had to make up my mind about this out of the blue completely came two checks that covered the cost of the whole thing Fabulous. now that's always a good a good pointer that yeah you better get on with it boy yeah um so i did and so i went how long had you been in, in St. Juan at this point? Where I would have thought it was somewhere like 12 years, something. Right, like yeah. Um, and I'd been, um, I was going to say beaten up, but um, wrong, perhaps unfair. Um, I'd uh, had a bit of a time of it. Hmm. Um, there were seasons in the church in Jersey and still are I think when for pastors uh, they become seasons of let's go for the pastor <coughs> yeah um, and it's an uncomfortable place to be and several of the churches in uh, the island went through that sort of experience however I decided that this was the right place for me I went um, and their pattern of work was to have a meeting every evening. And at the end of that meeting, um, people were invited to stand along the lines where they were organised and be prayed for. Um, and I stood there and nobody came to me. Nobody came to pray for me. And I stood there and I began, I began to cry. And... I cried more, and as I opened up the floods, so somebody came, and I went to the ground, caught by 
somebody behind me who had mysteriously appeared. Um, and I heard God speaking to me. It's one of two times in my 70 odd years of Christian life that I've heard God speak. Um, this was one. And he told me, I have healed your diseases. I have forgiven your past. And I have dealt with the present. Uh, something like that. I, I, whether I've got it exactly right now. Um, I'm into the business of trying to manage memory loss. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, But it was something like that. Uh, and it was extraordinary and it transformed me. I came back to Jersey in due course. Lost my lovely week away. Having, by the way, been asked to give my testimony to the gathered community in Toronto. And you do that, and then they pray for you. Wow. And you, when you're prayed for by them, you, you know it. And it's, it was quite extraordinary. Mm. But um, So I returned, and two things happened. One was that a significant number of people wanted to hear what had happened and were incredibly positive about it. A very few um, were exceedingly critical. Mm. Um, and made it clear what they thought. Um, but they were few and I understood that. I bore with that. Mm. And didn't let it phase me. Good. It transpired that Nicola was able to go to Toronto herself. How long after? Now that's what we were trying to struggling with. Um, it was a little bit later and she had a similarly wonderful time um, returned and kept in touch with the people with whom she'd stayed and they came to St Juan wow. and they ministered to St Juan people and it was quite something if I say um, take a very traditional elderly St. Juan lady whose farming husband uh, had died. Um, she was delightful but was flat out on the floor beaming from ear to ear <laughs> and just with the Lord. Marvellous. And um, that was the sort of experience that followed. Now Nicola obviously went out with an expectation that God would work, particularly after your experience. Did, yes. did you go out with that expectation or were you a little bit sceptical about it? Yes, I, I would say that I, because of um, 
some of the experiences that I've had, I was ready for anything really. Mm. So no, I, and I wouldn't want to be critical of anybody uh, from, no. from it. But I think, do you think the fact that you went out and were open yes, played I, a huge I think part? I was, yes. Mm. And, um, but uh, not stupid. Mm. Um, yeah. I, I mean, my background is a reformed, Bible-believing Christian mm. um, who puts everything to the test of Scripture yeah. um, and does so with um, determination. <laughs> so I expect to find in Scripture what I'm experiencing. Yeah. Um, I actually referenced you a couple of weeks ago in my uh, Sunday talk. I said, uh, I'm going to infer something, but just note that Ray doesn't like it when I do this. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, always, always using the Bible to measure everything. And, uh, yeah, and try not to infer. <laughs> Which is, um, yeah, so that, that, now, that says to me, don't allow... The work of the spirit to get cold. What is the risk if we do? We dry up, and um, sadly, mm. and it's uh, almost inevitable. So go on being filled. Don't put it off. Do you know that you, when you said dry up, there's a. I don't know if you've said this expression to me, but if you life just with the spirit, you blow up. A life without the spirit, you dry up. So you need both. Yep. Meaning, go on being filled, but constantly being not being, as you said, stupid about it. Measuring against scripture. Yep. And and yep. all that. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, that's been my experience through the years, and you know, go back a long way. Do you know one of only two occasions in my life so far have I heard God speak to me, and been really impacted by the spirit and, and one of them was at a, a very calm service um at st paul's very calm you know i don't think i kind of i don't remember there being a big elaborate worship but ray you were preaching and i knew from the moment you started speaking god wanted to was trying to say something to me and you invited at the end people to come up to the front to be prayed for and i didn't have control of my legs I felt myself being taken up. You didn't say a single word to me and I was on the floor. And I think I maybe you touched my head or something, but it, God just was was saying something to me and he was saying, I've got you, I've got you. And so that's so interesting. And But I do remember having a sense in my heart of being open. I'm, I'm waiting for God. I have an expectation that God will move in my life and will affirm things and will encourage me yeah. and being open. Yes, I was going to say, the only other occasion, I said, said there were two occasions. Yes. But for me, the other one was much more personal. Um, I think it stays there. Um, but very real, but also in a quiet context, in the, in the church, in the home church of which I was a part. Wow. And, um, yeah. And it was lovely. It was, you know, it was just so reassuring mm. so what would you say then to go on being filled we have spoken back in march about how to be filled with the spirit yep 
how would you say advice to listeners? The ideal, obviously, is daily. Deal with the problem, surrender afresh to Christ, open your life afresh to the Spirit, and move on. Um, it doesn't always work like that, but make sure that from time to time you have cleared the way with God, that you have determined that there are no barriers to what he wants to do in your life and open to him. When you say clear the way. Yep. Good biblical phrase, by the way. Um, clear the way. Make a, what, what's the phrase about paths? Um, make, make paths straight. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Proverbs 3, 5. Right. That's it. Yeah. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Yeah. And that is um, a verse I use frequently for weddings. Mm. Very important. That is, in all your ways, in everything you do from the moment you wake to the moment you sleep, acknowledge yeah. him yeah. and he will make straight your paths yeah. and you're open to the yeah. work of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. You don't have to go into lots of, um, I don't know, inner shenanigans trying to be, or get things absolutely right with God. Just in your heart, acknowledge him and then get on. Mm. Um, some people make too much of an issue. Trust him. Mm. Let him. Allow him. I think often what what was just come to mind is people think uh, I've given my life to God I've been filled with the spirit and there's this sense that I'm I'm now a completed work whereas actually you're not, not. and no. there's gonna the the image of the refiner's fire there's going to be a continuing work in you and you talk about this all the time on so many of these podcasts up to glory yeah. you know at that moment you are a completed work that's it and so I like what you're saying. Acknowledge him in our ways. Don't linger on the imperfections. We have them. We will keep having them until glory and get on with it. Yeah. Mm. Fantastic. <laughs> well, Ray, thanks so much for your time. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. We do hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to like and subscribe and share with your friends on social media. And please do get in touch with any suggestions or comments you may have. Thanks for listening and see you next time.